territory for a long time and Armenia finally uh, retreated and Azerbaijan took it over. Um, but there's a lot of Armenians there. Armenians are Christian. Azerbaijan is a Muslim nation and they were involved with Turkey, allegedly, mm. in the Armenian genocide. Oh. Yeah. So. So now, what United Nations has to show up? I don't know. Or, or a lot of the the. Um, uh, what's the name of the European? The United Nations. Uh, United. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's um. I think there's a lot of uh. uh it dep- A lot of countries don't recognize the Armenian genocide as something that happened. Mm. So it's strange. And over here, uh, Senate, Senator Menendez in in New Jersey, New York, they uh, the police went and, and raided his house, and they found uh, gold. Uh, how do you call those? The gold bars? Yeah, gold bars that were paid to him for favors. So now the the Demo- uh, Democratic Party, which is the one he, he is uh, he's in, mm-hmm. is asking uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi is asking for him to to quit and uh, Alexander Casio Cortez, which I think you know. <laughs> Your those favorite politician. Those two people right there that are named, man, the, they are the ones that need to go. But, <laughs> but you know. Ukraine and Poland, too. You saw what happened with that? No, what's going on with Ukraine and Poland? Ukraine, the the president or whatever they have, mm-hmm. was asking for, like, a bunch of weapons and a bunch of everything. And Poland kept giving it to them. Like giving them weapons and resources and everything, letting a bunch of people stay there, and then um, Ukraine asked for something else, and then Poland was like, "Yo, nah, we can't do that." So then the the president of Ukraine was like, "Oh, Poland sucks. They never did anything for us." And then everyone's getting mad at the president of Ukraine or something like that now. Jeez. I probably butchered that like crazy, but <laughs> that's the news. That's what I I kind of know. All right, so I found this video, and I wanted you to both speak on it real quick. This isn't the question the podcast has. Welcome, bienvenidos to the Off the Halter podcast. I kind of <laughs> knew you were going to do that. <laughs> here with Pastor Mauricio. Hello! Ooh. To everyone out there, how are you, my friends? Uh, here we are with my boy, the one and only the legend, uh, my friend, my boy, Giovanni S.C., the 5001. <laughs> what up, what up, everyone? Um, I'm sorry if you lost Pastor Mauricio there for a second. No? Oh, it was just the headphones? Okay. Yeah. What up, everyone? And I'm here with the producer, the Creator? Yeah, I guess you create you create this podcast. Joshua Ezekiel Calderon. Yo, I was muted. Okay, so I was gonna show y'all a video and I just wanted y'all to comment on it real quick. This isn't the basis of the podcast. TikTok. Okay. 
<laughs> the caption of the video says, the promise of an afterlife is holding back a working class revolution. The, what? The <laughs> description says, you only live once, hashtag leftist, hashtag revolution. All right, now I'm going to play, <laughs> I'm a play, but I want you all to hear. Bro, when I saw that, I thought it was pretty funny <laughs> because I found out that he's an ex-Christian and his whole, like, his whole thing is just talking bad about Christianity and what it, like, how he suffered when he was in it and stuff. And I don't know. I just think it's, what do you think about the video? <laughs> I mean, so he's saying... All right, a state where we don't have a religion that promises an afterlife would be better because the Soviet Union turned out so great, right? Where it was illegal yeah. to... Yeah, he's, uh, uh, he's being more political than religious or or uh, a believer. Yeah. And uh, what he's supporting or saying that it's applicable no like it's it's uh proven f uh, proven that it fails yeah once and again over yeah and over. no and like if you think about it so the soviet union right why did it fall because people were starving because people weren't getting paid because people weren't able to work because people couldn't afford food water all the basic necessities and also you know, it was a socialist, communist, you know, whatever that you want to call it, leftist. There was still billionaires. Yeah. So, like, all right, I don't know if yeah, billion. Uh, let's let's see Cuba. You know, uh, uh -huh. the Castro family. They're not poor. Yeah. <laughs> let's see uh, the uh, Venezuela, the Chavez, or or, um, or the Maduros. I mean, they're not poor, you know. And they're not the only ones. No, like, no, so no, but I'm just calling, you know, the presidents and president's yeah. family. So, like, I don't know. Look, I don't I don't know if billionaires are an issue. I I mean, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I, I'm not sure. I'm not that uh, well-versed in that. But I do know that, hey, it's not like we can just get rid of them. If the only way to get rich is to take advantage of people, the world's broken and people are going to take advantage. Shoot. Even, people don't even have to be rich to take advantage of people. Dude, nope. I, when I worked at Chick-fil-A nope. for my first job, you are right. I got took advantage of. I didn't know my rights as a worker or anything. I was working 40 plus hours a week at minimum wage at a part-time job. Mm -hmm. 
So that's the eliminating religion's not gonna solve that. Mm-hmm. People are broken and they'll take advantage of people to to lift themselves up and all that. Mm-hmm. Man, what a dark way to start the podcast. Hey man, I wanted to try something different <laughs> instead of sports Soccer. and all of that well, stuff. You know, I'm um uh I, I really dislike uh TikTok and I really dislike most of the TikTokers. Mm-hmm. You might say, Oh, this pastor is crazy. We should we're supposed to love people. Yes, I love people. I really don't like the uh influencer culture. Uh but you know, uh that's me. Once again, you know, I'm an old person, so and I grew up in a different environment and uh my reality is different from from the regular uh uh, people or listener so my position is always from on, on this side of the spectrum now uh, i understand that what we do at the very end is communicate and uh, and, uh, and 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 i do it but uh you know the fact that every person uh has an opinion and they believe that their opinion it's somehow somewhat worth of uh, more helpful than yeah generations of theology Ex- and and experiences yeah. life experiences yeah. because the kid that was talking how old is he 16 i don't know probably 17 like, yeah yeah so now all right you with 17 you think that you can come and change uh <laughs> uh, also like what do you mean by workers revolution like what is that i don't know what dude. does that look the, like yeah it was, it was really confusing and uh, and and a know, bunch of people in the comments were like oh my gosh i've been saying this forever like oh oh raise minimum wage cool then every other price gets raised too and then and what <laughs> happened right after what happened right after uh covid N- remember that the the jobs that were minimum wage here in georgia mm-hmm. i don't know where they started paying 18 19 20 dollars per hour mm-hmm. and now we are going through one of the worst inflations ever mm-hmm. and yep. it's, it's super hard yeah. super hard to afford to live yeah. you know rent gas food everything everything so uh <laughs> so so it, it makes s- such a little sense what it's trying to bring into somebody commented post. Uh, religion is excellent stuff for keeping common people quiet. Religion is what keeps the poor from eating the rich. Napoleon Bonaparte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An- another an- another fine human being. I'm saying. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like they're quoting the people that they were against to, yeah. to work with their argument. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Yeah, and and a, a revolution. I believe that we need a revolution, but we need a spiritual revolution. Uh, mm-hmm. People need to go back to mm-hmm. God and realize how much we need Him. And and if He w- wants to live the rest of His life without any hope that there's a better tomorrow, that we have an eternal life, and w- that's why that's why we live. We try to live by God's law in this world. Then I mean. I'm sorry for you. I'd rather have what uh, Peter writes in his letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, have my hope in Christ that he dies for me in the cross and 
because of him, I have a tr- uh, an eternal life yeah. in heaven, man. I mean, he can decide to live without any hope. And, and I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I really am. Yeah. But I have my faith, my trust, and my hope yeah. in Jesus Christ. And uh, there's a lot, a lot of uh, scientific proof that Jesus, uh, the, uh, the other day I was reading a really cool article about, uh, about the proofs of the Jesus being in this earth and historically proven that he came and he did miracles and he rose again from the dead and he went back to heaven to his father that that sustained my life yeah right and but uh, once again <laughs> it's a uh, uh, i know that a lot of people think that their opinion means more than the rest mm-hmm. yeah i mean i would just also like uh, that just that whole like idea is just based on like greed and envy and coveting like oh billionaires are bad and we need to start a revolution and like the and i mean look he's right in one thing christianity helps people be satisfied and content with what they have why is that a bad thing? (laughs) yeah as i look through the guy's account um he's always like speaking about being spiritual Mm-hmm. And he's like, I mean, I do believe in a creator, but the Christian God just doesn't do it for me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And in almost all of his videos, he seems like he's arguing against something in every video. Like there's no, he doesn't seem ha- happy about believing what he believes in. Mm-hmm. Like he has to be against everyone else. It's like, dude, I mean, if you believe it, cool, believe it. Like why you got to be mad at everyone? Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's obviously filling you with rage. Yeah. And uh, well, and and I believe that uh, you know the more people that listens to him, the more people that will be mad at something because it's feeding them too. Yeah, and that's that's the tr- that that's the reality. That's why I I don't I don't fall into this influencer culture because we are we are being influenced by something by mm. someone, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, you smile because we're doing the podcast, right? That maybe <laughs> uh, I smiled because I was thinking of calling you the Hispanic Stephen Furtick. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm leaving now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't have a smooth transition. Hey, or anything. Hey, no, no, no. But I want to say something because you know it's easy to give your opinion, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, the the Bible speaks about this too, and and I want to read it. You know, we've been in, in Ephesians lately, and Ephesians is so rich. We yeah. just finished. Dang, we went through. No, nah, I mean, we've gone through a whole book before, verse by verse. Yes, right? we did uh, Philippians, a short oh, book. Man. Yeah, that would have been so we good. Did, we, did, we did James. Yeah. Us, I mean, God's been so good with yeah. us, man, that we've been able to read the Bible with, with our church. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. And I hope that everybody in our church, it's it's walking with us in this because it's I feel like I I've been so uh so well fed through the word mm-hmm. you know not not because uh, I'm the pastor because you know I'm being fed with the word as well yeah so but uh I want to read Ephesians 6 5 and it says uh I was about to read it in Spanish and I know that that's what you want to hear uh, you want to read uh, sí, yeah. dale que aprendan español oh. 
what's it, 6-5? I don't know. Right. It, six, five? it says, slaves, obey your earthly masters with deep, deep respect and fear. Serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. Now, if these guys were listening, uh, he would come to, to this conclusion. You see, there's uh, you're talking about slaving. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. These are the times where this book was written, and we talk about this a lot. Mm -hmm. To be a slave was a good deal, mm -hmm. was a good business. A lot of uh, good people, uh, educated people, wanted to be, wanted to have a master because their master masters were paying good money. Mm -hmm. So he's speaking in the language that everybody understood. So uh, serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. Try to please them all the time, not just when they're watching you. As slaves of, of Christ, do uh, the will of God with all your heart. Work with enthusiasm as, uh, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will uh, reward each one of us for the good we do, whether we are slaves or free. Masters, Treat your slaves in the same way. Don't uh, threaten them. Remember, uh, you both have the same master in heaven, and he has no favorites. Mm. So, and I, I said it, I said it uh, at the beginning, you know, I have my hope in that uh, I have a better master. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a God that I serve, that I love, and that he loves me, and I can feel him. Yeah. And, and that, that's where I rest. But... Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I don't know who the guy is, and and this is the first time I hear something about about him. But uh, if I if I start listening to someone that is negative, I try to cut it out because mm -hmm. there's so much bad in this world that I don't need anybody else putting more. Yeah. In my plate. Yeah. So. Yeah. Reasonable. Cool. All right, well, I don't have a good transition, so Gio, can you praise him for the question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lord, uh, thank you for this opportunity to just speak life to people across this platform. Um, I pray that everything we speak is good to edify them, to build them up, Lord, and I pray that you give us the discernment and the wisdom to speak truth on this podcast. Thank you again because you provided this opportunity and um, help us not waste it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. So this week's question comes from our boy, Mr. Bobby. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Jesus hey. Mr. Bobby. All right. His question. <clears throat> I'm going to do him justice. Okay. His question was. What do you mean you're going to do him justice? What is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Is speaking in tongues really the proof that you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit? Uh, well, <laughs> let's talk to the ex-Pentecostal. Right. <laughs> go crazy, go crazy. No, well, I don't believe that. I don't believe that the uh, speaking in tongues is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The proof of it. Yeah, the proof of it. Yeah. Right? Because uh, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit has uh, so much to do in me mm -hmm. than just give me another... Language. language yeah yeah now uh after studying the book of acts and seeing how uh the tongues were given to the to the people 
I have um, a very specific opinion and I don't believe that this is the the platform to talk because I believe that that has to be uh, taught uh, personally. And But this is what I believe. The Holy Spirit has a lot much more to give and to change and to uh and to fill you up with than just another language mm -hmm. so uh if you go to galatians 5 uh you'll see that there's a list of things that the holy spirit <laughs> the fruit of the holy spirit is called and there's a list of things that need to happen in you you know and if you don't if, if, if there's something missing from that list in you then you got to ask yourself if whatever you're experiencing in that area uh, with the Holy Spirit, I mean, it's enough. <laughs> you know, if you believe that uh, that uh, tongues is the proof. Now, uh, once again, I, I don't believe. What do you think about it, Gio? I'm going to look for, um, for my verse here. Um, well, what, what I understand is, you know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit happens at salvation you know um because uh dang, i should have looked this up before i started talking um in john i believe it's chapter not is it 15 oh okay no 16 um so this is what jesus says right he says um but now i'm uh chapter 16 verse 5 and onward but I'm going away to the one who sent me and not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away because if I don't, the advocate won't come. And if I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Uh, judgment will come because the rule of this world has already been judged. There's so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He'll tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the father is mine. That is why I said the spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. So what this is saying, right? If we go, um, a little bit earlier, it says, um, that he comes and he will convict the world of its sin and God's righteousness. I cannot repent of my sin without the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that God is righteous and good without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The word confronts you, but the Holy Spirit convinces you. Mm -hmm. Right? And it says he guides me into all truth. So the why does why do I believe the word is real when I hear it? Because he guides me into that truth. Yeah. Um, he doesn't speak of his own, but tells of what he has heard. So he testifies to Jesus. So I cannot be saved. I can't come to salvation without the the Presence Holy Spirit. Holy yeah. Spirit right? or, I, I mean, I would say without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I yeah. think the baptism of the Holy Spirit is salvation. Remember the movie Pinocchio? No. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, Pinocchio has this uh, friend, which is a cricket. Yeah, yeah. And the cricket is acting up as his conscience, right? Yeah. So uh, the, the Jiminy Cricket tells him what uh, what is doing is wrong. Uh, uh, this is an example only. I mean, I, I hope people doesn't think that the Holy Spirit works this way. But that's how I can, I can see the Holy Spirit, you know, telling yeah. you, hey, you need Jesus. You need Jesus. And... and uh, 
But in, in the Apostle Paul in, in Galatians 5 says, 16, uh, 5.16 says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your life. Mm -hmm. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Yeah. The sinful nature wants to do <laughs> evil, which is just the, op the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the, spirits, the Spirit gives us desire that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can have the best intentions in the world, but th those are not enough. Yeah. You need the Holy Spirit to guide you. Yeah. Right? Um, but when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. So, uh, you know, they had these laws to follow and to show that they were following God's law. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. But now it says, when the Spirit when the spirit is in you, you don't follow these laws. Why? Because the Spirit changed the way you live. So, so there's a lot of things that the Spirit do before, prior to uh, what you want or what uh, culture teach you. Uh, that Because, you know, Pentecostal culture teach you that the... The, the top of the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is, is, is speaking tongues. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe that. Yeah. You know, I, I believe that the Holy Spirit has a lot more work to do from the get-go, fr from the moment he gets to your life and convinces you of, of your sin and, and takes you to Jesus. And then it, then he keeps saying, when you follow the desires of the sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger. Uh, outbursts of anger. Mm -hmm. So I know nobody out there has go through any of these things that I just mentioned. But <laughs> selfish uh, ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild, wild parties, and other things like this. <laughs> Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm. Right? So until there, we see that uh, why, do, why, why do we need the Holy Spirit? Right? And, and do you notice that even when I've been reading a lot of verses, there's nothing about, about tongues. Mm -hmm. Then he goes, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Mm -hmm. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so, you know, bringing it to, to the question, uh, I grew, I grew up uh, in uh, in the in a very traditional Pentecostal environment, and uh, so m my perspective of uh, the the traditional Pentecostalism is based on emotions. That's that, that's what I do believe, and and with all the respect that all my brothers and sisters deserve because they do deserve it, mm -hmm. uh, I believe that there's once again a lot more that than the spirit should be doing can be doing and mm -hmm. will be doing in me mm -hmm. before showing me something a specific like like manifestation of the tongues yeah or 
Don't you think? Yeah, no, no, I definitely. But so the way I see it is, um, I think there's fruit and there's gifts, right? Mm -hmm. I think every Christian has to show fruit. Yeah. But under like, if if you are living a Christian life, if the Holy Spirit is living inside of you, if you have been baptized, born again by the Holy Spirit, you will show fruit. Period. Amen. I don't think everyone shows all the gifts. Um, I mean, the Bible says he he gives gifts that he gives whatever gifts he wants to whoever he wants, right? To whoever he pleases, or I, I don't remember the exact wording. So what what that's telling me is, I may never get the gift of tongues. I, hey, uh, Paul says to pray for it and to ask for it. And I mean, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll ask God, you know, God, give me the gifts of, of tongues. Give me the, the gifts of prophecy, healing, discernment, all that stuff. I'll ask for the gifts, but what I get is up to him. Now, that that's where I, I, get, I think it gets um, complicated when it comes to um, certain Pentecostal beliefs. I know not all of them believe this, but uh, I know a good bit of them do. They believe that you are not baptized by the Holy Spirit unless you speak in tongues. Like tongues has to be the sign that, oh, the Holy Spirit has come and to come upon you and he lives in you and all that stuff. But that's just not what what we see in the in the word. And what we see Paul saying that it's it's a good gift and yeah, everyone should desire it, but he never says everyone needs to do it. Uh, they point, oh, but at Pentecost, at Pentecost, they weren't speaking in tongues. They were speaking in other languages so that the gospel could be spread when all these people from different um, parts of the world were in one place. Um, then uh, well, Samaria, I think Samaria might be the first time they speak in. Yeah, they speak in tongues after Peter and John get there. Um I, but I, again, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if um, I, it's it's never clear whether if it's tongues, what, you know, what we see as tongues today or if it's other languages. Well, the book of Corinthians uh, says if I speak uh, in the tongues of angels. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. so uh, well, but now uh, coming back to, to, to this, because uh, you just said about the gifts and first uh, Corinthians 12 it says uh, now dear brothers and sisters regarding your question about the special abilities the spirit gives us I don't want you to misunderstand this now uh, every time I talk to you I tell you hey don't get mad at me because I'm not writing this is Paul right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so once uh, to everybody listening out there I mean don't get mad at me I'm not the one writing this Paul and it says, you know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and set along in worshiping uh, speechless idols. So I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it's the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Mm. The one person the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice to another, 
uh, to another, the same Spirit gives a message of a special knowledge. The same Spirit gives a great faith to another and to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gifts of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of, of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is give, given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distribute, uh, distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. And that's what you were saying. Yeah. Now, call my attention that the last thing he mentions is about different languages. Yeah. So, and, and you know, I, I'm a, a strong believer in the law of order in the Bible. The, mm -hmm. the Bible teaches something in a specific order is because it has uh, a specific importance. Mm -hmm. And so whenever, uh, whenever uh, we see these this passage right here it reveals once again what i've been saying from the beginning that the spirit has a lot of work to do in me yeah and uh in order to be a, a better a more faithful servant a better a man a better father a better husband a better human being in general and uh, if, since I'm, i'm a pastor a better a better leader You know, I'm a musician. If I want, if I want to be a better musician, I give a, a higher worship. A, all that is going to be affected by my relationship with the Word, and of course, how the Spirit works in me, and how how, allow, how I allowed uh, the Spirit, how much I let the Spirit work in me. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes we put break into whatever God is teaching us, whatever God is giving us, whatever the Spirit wants to do with us, um, for many different reasons. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, I, I think also, you know, we could be stubborn, right? What mm -hmm. if God, um, let me ah, let me pull up the list. It's 1 Corinthians 12. 12? What okay. I was reading, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what if the spirit gives you the the gift of of faith and you're so obsessed with wanting to speak in tongues that you never use your gift of faith and that's in tongues is just not the gift that he gave to you mm. um so you know i think sometimes we can obsess over a certain thing we want from god that we ignore what he's already given us. Yeah. Um, I, I also think, you know, this whole idea that um, tongues is the, the ultimate sign of the spirit or tongues is what everyone needs to show that, or what everyone needs to uh, um, express to show that they, the spirit is in them is, you know, it's hurtful. Um, like me personally, I've never spoken in tongues. Um, I've prayed for it. You know, I've, I've asked for it, but it's just, it's never happened. I've had people pray over me for it. Uh, <laughs> dude, at a youth service, they brought a, a prophetess. Yeah, once. just to clarify, it wasn't yeah. in our church. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was at another church, at another church. Yeah. No, but at a youth service, this church, they brought in a prophetess. And she was like, I'm going to give y'all the, the gift of speaking in tongues. And I was like, okay, cool. Dude, I was so excited. I don't even, I didn't even listen to what she was preaching. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to speak in tongues in the end of this. Um, so at the end we go up and, you know, 
nothing. And they had was one guy praying over me, and I just I felt nothing. I, he didn't even speak in tongues either, so I don't know what was going on there. Um, but I, and I don't know, like some kids I think spoke in tongues. I think some of them just like fainted or pretended to faint or something, so and that they could like faint it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, no, I just I never I didn't speak in tongues. And dude, uh, after the after her her sermon, they did worship, and the guy would not let me leave. Like a few times I stopped him. like, Hey, like it's not working. Cool. Thanks for praying for me. I'm going to go back and sit down. I was like, no, you're going to speak in tongues. I can feel it in you. I the spirit is speaking to me <laughs> right now. You can do it. And you tell me like, Hey, don't be ashamed. He did not let me leave. And that's where I get, uh, I know a pastor is using this word, but when it gets uh, a lot of people get, skeptic about it yeah it's because uh culturally and in in the church culture mm -hmm. everybody's trying to force it yeah so much that uh it, it end up uh you know hurt hurting the person and 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 their faith in it yeah <laughs> yeah no so to end the story right he did not let me go sit down until the band finished and uh the host went up to close the service and tell everyone that it was over and then that's when he let me go and we were the only ones up front by then it was it, it was bad i never went back to another youth service after that man um but then i, I also remember you know um when we first met uh we went to we met at a pentecostal church so you know you were a pentecostal i guess I was a Pentecostal. I, I wasn't that deep into doctrine or belief. So I, I that's why you were I, little. Yeah. So I can't say like, oh, I believe this or that. But I do remember um, lot, a lot of people speaking in tongues during some services. And I then remember a lot of those same people not showing the fruit of the spirit outside of yeah, church. And being bad, bad people in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I do remember this. I remember there was a time when I I felt the spirit move in me. I saw the spirit move in my friends uh, during prayer. You know, um, just I, I, prayer sessions, moments of prayer that we had at the church, mm -hmm. and we didn't speak in tongues. Yeah, we I, yeah, I remember when you were just coming out of age uh, from uh, being a. Uh, Element, uh, elementary student yeah. to a middle schooler yeah. and, and, I, and, and I was leading that group and uh, remember that uh, there, there was an empty space that uh, the Paso used to send us uh, and because it was like a mall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all the adults were praying in the, in the main room and we were in another room in that mall. Yeah. And, and we set it up. We built a, a stage. We built, uh, we put a few basic lights and, and a really small uh, sound system for the youth. And I remember that we used to have, uh, we used to put music from YouTube mm -hmm. at the time and, and worship music. And, and I remember that all that group, that it was a, a big group of probably 20 youth, right? Uh, teenagers, mm -hmm. preteens and teenagers. Man, we had a really beautiful experiences in prayer and worship. 
Yeah. And we didn't have a band. We didn't have a cool place. We didn't even have seats because yeah. we were sitting on the floor. Yeah. And and so and in that very poor uh, and not poor, but a lot of people is having worse than we were having. We had a place where to be at. Mm-hmm. And but uh, in that very basic, basic environment. We had very powerful spiritual experiences. Yeah. And uh, we didn't need to have uh, any any specific manifestation. We didn't need yeah. prophecy. We didn't need uh, uh, science. We didn't need uh, miracles. Yeah. We just needed God's presence and the Holy Spirit showing us that His presence was there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I remember praying over. Uh, friends and you know and friends praying over me and there was never so that's the thing it wasn't no there was no tongues um the other very popular one uh manifestation right is prophecy there was no um thus says the lord it was just i'm praying over my friend and um you know i there's times i gotta ask hey is there anything you need me to pray for because i i don't know i don't have special knowledge on this person's life but it was spiritual the spirit was moving there i remember then um in big services us kids we would go and we would pray for adults we would pray with adults and we'd uh we'd sort of end up taking over the service yeah and again i remember that and and again no no tongues no and and once again you know there's a lot of respect for our uh for our traditional pentecostal yeah friends out there because we uh we are not here to to uh bash on whatever uh belief system you have right mm-hmm. but uh this is coming out from our from our from our own experiences mm-hmm. now uh once again i'm an i'm an older man than you are and according to my life and my experience and my development in ministry i i I'm coming to the conclusion that there's a lot more work than the Spirit has to do in yeah. me before showing me anything as powerful or as special, like in all these manifestations. Yeah. Uh, how? Because what good it is for me to to have a prophecy gift or tongues or whatever or or, or whatever other manifestation if my life speaks garbage. Oh man, I thought you were gonna you were gonna co- quote Paul and said, "What good is it if I can speak in special languages, prophecy?" Uh, I, I was going yeah, to go there. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, because now once again, uh, we're just one one chapter away, and mm-hmm. it says, "If I if I if I could speak all the languages of earth." and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or clanging cymbal. So now, what? Mm. So you, and I have to stop there. So Paul, are you telling me that it's more important for the spirit Mm -hmm. to teach me how to love before anything else? Yeah. And I have to say yes. Yeah. I have to say yes. And we were sharing this on Sunday because in essence, in essence, John defines God like this. God is love. Mm -hmm. And if God is love, the first manifestation of his presence is me. All of you out there, guess 
what has to be love yeah yeah so and it goes like i would be only i would only be a noisy gong <laughs> or clanging symbol if i had the gift of prophecy <laughs> and if i understood all god's secrets plans and possess all knowledge and if i had such faith that i could move mountains but didn't love others i would be nothing yeah and it keeps going on because you know some people think that because they're generous they have it super clear and he goes like if i gave everything i have the uh, i have to the poor and even sacrifice my body i could boast about it but if i didn't love others i would have gained nothing yeah and then then you know uh, every uh, every boyfriend and girl christ every christian boyfriend and christian girlfriend uh, uh you know recites the rest of the chapter <laughs> to the significant others but this was never meant to be a uh, uh you know a love letter for for uh any kind of uh, uh couples yeah this is this is paul teaching us that the first thing that needs to be manifested in me is love is love because you know I, you, me, and everybody out there knows people that claim to be uh, gifted by the Spirit mm -hmm. and they don't show it. Yeah. And, I, you know, going back Galatians 5, 22 and 23, uh, what you read earlier, um, and if we apply the, the law of order, I actually I mentioned this uh, with our friends Annalie and Yesenia, when I went on their podcast, because we talked about the fruit of the spirit, but Annalie, she asked me, how, Eating the dog dog. <laughs> <laughs> how does it show, how does that, um, how does the fruit show up? And it starts, well, according to the law of order, it starts with love. But Once even again. if you just think logically, right? Can you have joy without love? Can no. you have peace without love? Patience, kindness, goodness. It starts with love. Love is the foundation of i mean love is the foundation of the christian life i'm, I'm gonna take this as an example and uh, i'm i'm gonna open up the door of vulnerability for uh for us here and for the people to know Gio, you've been going through a, a really rough season sir yes sir and uh it's been super stressful mm -hmm. it's been saddening mm -hmm. uh, and it's been hurtful mm -hmm. right and yes and so we are playing and planning the the uh, the <laughs> the land right there so everybody okay. can see right now do you think mm -hmm. that you could overcome all this or you could be standing up today mm -hmm. without love no without love for the lord and love for the people no 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 because you would be so focus on yourself that you you'd be going through a depression season and i'm not saying that you shouldn't be stressed i'm not saying that because we are all humans but because the spirit of the lord lives in you mm -hmm. you have this uh faith and this um, this love this faith this uh uh sense of uh, uh safety yeah that comes from the lord so and, and I, i'm gonna ask when you are going through your everyday situations 
What do you need the most as a manifestation of the spirit? <laughs> see uh, what see what yeah, I'm going with this yeah. according to the question. I need So you I understand need, you understand yeah. better Galatians 5. Yeah. Because there's a revelation uh, remember that we talk about this that there's three ways that the word speak to us. Graphe which is the the uh, the written word uh then uh uh Rema, and that logos, mm -hmm. right? Which is uh, the first impression, and then rema, which is the revelation apply applicable to me. Yeah. And and when, because uh, you know, the the word speak to me daily, and what the word was speaking to me yesterday, maybe will affect in a different way tomorrow, even if it's the same verse, mm -hmm. the same words. You know, I, I, you make fun of me because I'm, I'm always quoting uh, Romans 12 too, right? And I'm not going to quote it right now. I'm just saying you make, but to me, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, <laughs> okay. I, I'm just saying to me that speaks every time, no matter where we're going. If we, uh, and check this out, check this out. Uh, so what the spirit needs to come to do is to fill me up. Mm -hmm. give me love so I can change the way I think Romans 12 too. Yeah. every time it'll speak to me mm -hmm. it'll speak to me and I believe that the word will speak to everyone out there now the Bible says that the word is, is, uh, is uh, alive mm -hmm. and I believe that so if you go to the word And it's alive. It'll speak to you every day in a different way. So you'll understand if you go to these passages that we just read. You know, uh, uh, the book of Romans tells us that tells us that we are part of a body and that we can work in different places in mm -hmm. the body. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, because of that, I believe that there's not only one specific thing that the Spirit wants to do. I, I believe that He wants to do everything that god allows him to do in yeah. me to change me so i can become more like jesus yeah so i i believe i truly believe that and 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 when you go to the word it's pretty clear yeah yeah um okay well just uh because you know we talked a lot about tongues and the gifts um but you know the uh Part of the question that Jesus, uh, Mr. Bobby asked was, uh, <laughs> what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Uh, this is Jesus, John 3, not 16. We're going to be on five. Jesus replied, and this is his conversation with Nicodemus. He says, man, that's the probably my favorite conversation between two people in the whole Bible. I love that chapter. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And uh, hey, by the way, by the way, before you read it, There's an episode in first season or second season of first season and first season of uh, the chosen where Jesus speak with Nicodemus and you have to watch that episode because it's eye opening, it's revealing, it makes you feel like that was the conversation when I was watching it with you, Gio, mm -hmm. and I couldn't hold my tears because it was so beautiful. So yeah, um, yeah. So I, I'm actually I'm gonna start from verse one, go all the way down to eight says, there was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, 
We all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean? I mean, Jesus, just getting straight to the point. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Now, we have to understand that, he, that Jesus just told us who was Nicodemus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So he yeah. was, he well, was a teacher of teachers. Yeah, also John's probably just, um, he, he, he's probably leaving out a lot of, parts of the conversation but it's just funny because it just gets straight to the point yep. uh unless you're born again you cannot see the kingdom of god what do you mean exclaimed nicodemus how can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again jesus replied i assure you no one can enter the kingdom of god without being born of water and the spirit humans can reproduce only human life but the holy spirit gives birth to spiritual life So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants. It just says you can hear the wind but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. Now me, and Pastor, correct me if I'm wrong, what I believe is the baptism of the Holy Spirit is this new birth of the Spirit that comes when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior in your life. And, and we have to come to, to this conclusion from the get-go, right? That we are... A spirit that's the eternal mm -hmm. being in me yeah that has a soul soul where my will my uh, emotions and my reason my my mind is yeah that lives in a body so hey this spirit after all that you have going through in your life uh, after all you've been living is dark dirty and corrupt yeah and we need what water Or spirit. Uh, yeah. We need the spirit. Yeah. So, uh, actually, let me ask you about this uh, since we're here. So, it says um, being born of water and the spirit. What is water there? Uh, that just. I remember that that I, I uh, we teach about this chapter. I don't remember it right now. Mm -hmm. You might say, this pastor know nothing. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm asking the spirit to teach me. Because I've seen it's uh, that might just be, you know, regular like baptism the way we do it. Or that's why we baptize. Well, that's why Jesus said, you know, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I, be I believe that that's a, a big thing there. Mm -hmm. uh, but the conversation that he's having with Nicodemus specifically is so deep, mm -hmm. so deep that I know there's a lot more revelation behind it. Yeah. And and I don't I just I don't want to use this microphone to make you believe that i'm a wise person because i'm not yeah and and give you a, a fake answer I, i truly believe that there's a lot more there that jesus is telling us yeah than just uh, you know baptism because baptism is something we practice so uh, we do believe in it yeah uh and and i believe that has a lot to do with that too, you know mm -hmm. so and that's why we push Uh, uh we invite everyone mm -hmm. to get baptized in the name of the father son and the holy spirit yeah yeah but um yeah baptism of the holy spirit i believe that is the new birth of the holy spirit when the holy spirit comes into the believer's life after accepting jesus that and i mean uh, unless it's happened to you you won't understand what i'm talking about that change And it's not an instant change, right? No, it's a but process. It, yeah, but uh, what I mean, I guess by that change, it's that um, that heart conviction, yeah. the, the desire to live like Jesus, that's and, the result of and, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You might not feel it instantly, but then you go and you, 
you go live the way you used to, and now you're questioning your decisions. Mm -hmm. Now, like, man, what's going on with me? This never bothered me before. It's because you have the Spirit living yeah. in you. Because you've been baptized by the Spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and that's that's how it works. And, and you know, you can have uh, people that went to church for 20, 30 years, but they never they never left the spirit to live in them. They never allowed the spirit to come to their life. So they, they live two, uh, two lives. Yeah. You know, the one that, that you see at church and the one they do outside. Yeah. And they, they don't have that conviction. They, mm -hmm. and, and sadly, you know, we can't say that they've been born again of the spirit, that they've been baptized by the spirit mm -hmm. because, uh, and again, you know, that what I said earlier, they don't show fruit. Mm -hmm. And, Every Christian has to show fruit. What does Jesus say that the gardener does with the branches that don't produce fruit? They go to the fire. They go to the fire. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, pray for those people because, you know, we all know if, if we're plugged into a church, we're serving, we're in that community, we're not there just um, consuming. We know those people. We know who they are. Man, pray for them. Minister to them. Go talk with them. We don't want them to be cut off and thrown into the fire. And and by the way, what you just said, you know, Psalm 1 uh, starts saying, Oh, the joy of those uh, who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with the sinners or join with the mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating in on it day and night. And verse 3, uh, they are like tree plant trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each day season mm -hmm. their leaves never wither yeah and they prosper in all they do yeah so uh, once again you know I, I truly believe what you said yeah um but yeah before we finish up with the question i got a, a fun question for you pastor so i've never spoken in tongues joshua's never spoke joshua have you ever spoken in tongues he just shook his head no he forgets that we can't see him um pastor have you spoken in tongues uh, guys, I told you that uh, the uh, the uh, uh, background I have, and now I'm 48 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, I have to say that um, I had many different different experiences in my life. One of them was the practice. I don't know if it was real or not. Mm. Wow, I really don't. Yeah, and uh, um, but. Uh, I know there was a lot of influence in my environment. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, being absolutely honest, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't believe if it was a real experience. I, I don't mm. think it was. Okay. But um, once again, um, my my uh, uh, walk with the Lord uh, had shown me personally, mm -hmm. personally. Uh, and and I'm not trying to impose this on everyone because yeah. this is my personal experience that the spirits needed to do other things that are um, in my life, yeah. in my life, more important than. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, and I've been in, I, I went to a youth camp when I was 14 years old and a couple came to me just like they to they did to you in that meeting that you were saying mm -hmm. and, and they came to me and my friends and my friend and me uh his name is eduardo saavedra mm -hmm. uh, it's not the one that came last year but another friend 
my friend uh, and me, uh, they had us there. It was a youth camp, so we ha we went there for two weeks. So they could pray for us day and night if they want, <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> so when they started praying for us, we started, you know, uh, jibber-jabbering. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> we didn't want to stay in that prayer. No, I'm mm -hmm. telling you, I was pretty young. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, those are the experiences I have. And I think that they have a lot to do with this, the way I see it today. Yeah. Um, once again, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful because I have a lot of friends that are Pentecostal traditional. Yeah. And I love them and they love me and we have a beautiful relationship. And I, and I am absolutely sure if God called us to his presence today, I will see them there. Yeah. Because they love God. Yeah, yeah, 100%. No. 100%. So. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that answers the question. Um, guys, thank y'all for listening. Um, Mr. Bobby, shout out to you. Thank you for asking this question. It was a very great question, very insightful. I learned a lot. Um, I hope this was a blessing to y'all. All right. To all our friends, bye. Yeah. Oh, and I just want to I want to repeat what Pastor Mauricio was saying. Hey, look, we're not trying to bash or say that our our traditional Pentecostal friends are wrong or our charismatic friend. I mean, shoot, I consider myself a charismatic. So I, I'm not saying that we're not trying to say that they're wrong or anything. We're just saying um, with the teaching that tongues has to be a manifestation in every Christian's life. That's what we feel is not right and can be hurtful confusing confusing yeah. yeah um also you know just the baptism of the holy spirit we believe that is something that comes at salvation um well that uh, happens when the holy uh, spirit yeah. comes to live according in you. to what we read today yeah yeah but we're not trying to bash anyone mm -hmm. also earlier i'm not trying to bash chick-fil-a chick-fil-a has a company great great sandwiches and all that just happened we still eat them yeah <laughs> <laughs> it just happened the the management at that time sucked um but guys thank y'all for listening share this podcast post it on your instagram stories post it on uh i don't know if you want to make a post on instagram about it go ahead you can use the audio and all that stuff if you got a facebook post it on there send it to some friends um if you got someone that you know that's a little bit confused about this you know send it to them hey by the way la tribu worship you worship uh i posted two uh covers uh in the last 12 days so if you have seen it please like it and share it we just want the gospel to be spread around that's all our desire we're not making any money out of it those songs are not ours we are being blessed by them and we are trying to share them as well yep that's right and you know it's just a good way to to worship with us yeah. um but guys god bless y'all uh remember it all starts with love if you want to pray for anything first, pray that the Spirit helps you develop more and more love. And we'll be here again next week on Off the Altar. Thank y'all. We love y'all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>